Happy Wednesday, everybody. Thank you so much for downloading or streaming the Be Our Guest podcast. As always, I hope that you're having a great week, and thank you so much for your time listening to our show. Today, Pam joins me, and we get some great questions about, well, an upcoming split stay between the Riviera and Wilderness Lodge for a lucky seven-month-old. Can you imagine who's going to get to spend some time at these resorts? And this guest is asking... They're checking out of the Wilderness Lodge on November 8th. Do they have any chance of seeing that amazing Christmas tree in the lobby of that resort? So we give our thoughts there. Also, another guest is going to be at the Polynesian for a New Year's Eve weekend down at Walt Disney World. And they need advice of what to expect at New Year's Eve at Epcot. We give our thoughts. It's wild. It's fun. It's crazy. But you're going to have a great time. We get another question about a first Disney cruise for a family that has two boys, four and seven, which ship would be best for them? Which itinerary? So we give our thoughts there. Also some thoughts on split stays. Uh, usually they uh, this guest does a value and a deluxe. This time they're thinking moderate, moderate. So we talk about that as well and much more on today's show. As always, our show is supported by the Magic for Less Travel. Check them out and support the folks over there. They will help you plan your next Walt Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruise Line, or Adventures by Disney vacation for no additional cost to you. So check them out today over at themagicforless.com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link when you shop online. That one extra click supports everything we do throughout the year. BeOurGuestPodcast.com slash Amazon. And thank you so very much to our Patreon supporters. You guys keep this show on the air. And you can support us as well for just $5 a month for the cost of a cup of coffee a month. You guys keep all these shows coming, and we appreciate that so much. And we give you a bonus show as well called Mike in the Midwest. If you'd like to support us, We'd sure love to have you. Come on over, patreon.com slash Be Our Guest Podcast. Ready to take a trip to the world? You found the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. This is where your memories come front and center on our podcast stage. Welcome to episode 2365 of the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Rallman from BeOurGuestPodcast.com and one of the senior agents over at the Magic for Less Travel. Happy Wednesday to you. Hope you're having a great week. Unless you're down in Louisiana. Just kidding. It's uh, it's LSU, uh, well, I don't want to say hate, but uh, dislike week here in the state of Missouri because we're going to have a good one out at the zoo on Saturday. So you know I have this affinity for the purple and gold folks down in uh, down in the bayou. I say that you should get your own parade every year down at the down Main Street USA. I, I love striking up conversations with my LSU friends all over Walt Disney World during Mardi Gras season. You guys are the best. I love um, your former coach, and I can't think of his name right now. Uh, they'd always say, Go Tigers! He was awesome. God, I can't even remember his name right now, but I'll, I'll get it by the end of the show. But this week, sorry, guys. The true Tigers are going to emerge. The higher-ranked Tigers. The Mizzou Tigers will see you at the zoo 11 o'clock on Saturday. It's going to be a big one. But we're not talking football today. We're talking Disney. But a lot of times, those two things combine... But let's answer your listener questions. Let's get down to business. And joining me today, we have Pam Forrester. She's co-owner of the Magic for Lust Travel. Pam, happy Wednesday. Thank you for not wearing the purple and the gold today. Appreciate it. 
happy Wednesday. Yes, no purple and gold. I didn't do it on purpose, um, but yeah, not, not bad. So happy Wednesday. It's Ed Ogeron, by the way. It just hit me. Ed Ogeron. He'd just say, go Tigers, like that. That was so good that you remember awesome. that. I know it was driving me nuts, but uh, so... Real quick, so let me ask you this. I know you're you're, you're kind of hot and cold on football there, but um, I don't know if you saw this, but last uh, last Sunday there was a game in the NFL that that took place in Europe. They played in London, the Jaguars and the Atlanta Falcons. But Disney Plus and ESPN did a uh, the synergy, right? They they got <laughs> Michael Eisner somehow like must have got involved. I don't know. Like we went back to the Disney decade. <laughs> He was the king of synergy. Exactly. I don't know. Dude, all of a sudden they married each other and it was like, oh my God, we're building hotels again. And it's like the boardwalk, the beach club, all this. But hey, all of a sudden we got this thing on Disney Plus where they took live the football game and they rendered the players and all the action in CGI in Andy's bedroom. So you saw like, uh, like Trevor Wilson's a quarterback of the Jacksonville Jaguars. He's a little toy with all the linemen, all the receivers, all the Atlanta Falcons. They're playing football on the rug, like on the floor of Andy's room. You got Slinky Dog. He's the chain gang on the side, you know, that tells the down and distance. You got the, the aliens or the, you know, they're up there in the sky. They're doing the cameras. You got the the claws spotting the ball after every play. I mean, it was wild. You got cheerleaders, Buzz and Woody and Bo Peep. And I thought it was pretty. I mean, this was all being rendered in real time. Did you get to see any of the highlights on social media? Or I did. It was really cute. I mean, what like a really cute, cute thing for sure. But yeah, I know Disney really, this was really sort of synergy, right? I mean, with this kind of thing, they, it was sort of Disney at the, at its best for sure. Um, just make it like, it was so creative. I feel like so every now and then Disney does something and it becomes popular. And then it was like, Oh, I didn't know it would be that popular. Like remember when Soren first opened and the lines were like, three, four, I like Soren those. And I think Disney was sort of like, oh, I didn't realize it was going to be that popular. Yeah, we like, thought this I might be like a C ticket. Guess what? We have an E ticket on our hands, people. Let's go. <laughs> I know, <laughs> exactly. right? <laughs> but yeah, really cute. Yeah, it was it was one of those things. Like, you know, as a football fan, I, we talked about this a little bit on Sunday Night's Live Colin show, which you can hear tomorrow on the feed. Was you know as a football fan, I'm not going to watch the whole game like on Andy's rug, right? <laughs> With these little yeah. bubble bobbles, because I'm you know I got to I, I I like to see the real game, but I love seeing all the energy on social media, like in a second screen with my phone in my hand or my tablet, and seeing you know highlights of the touchdown and and uh, you know just how they 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 were super creative because. I cracked up. My favorite part was that Slinky Dog was the down and distance marker on the side of the, the field because if you know what that is, there's there's guys that hold the chains. Like because you know, down and distance in football, American football is 10 yards, right? You got to get 10 yards for a first down within four plays. And so there's like one bullseye and a chain that goes for 10 yards and it makes its way down the field. What they did on this this cartoon version of the game was this slinky dog was just 10 yards long. So his basically his butt was like where the ball was and his head was 10 <laughs> yards down the field. So he had to get to his nose and that was a first down. But then like if there was a penalty, because that, that gives you negative yardage, 
he would like his back legs would like back up. <laughs> it was the funny, like it was super creative. And, you know, I think it, it's a way for the NFL to grow the game. I mean, it's not for the serious fan, but I think it got a lot of social media buzz and it was just a way, you know, this is kind of a throwaway game. You know, it's a novelty thing. You're playing in London. Yeah. It's at eight 30 in the morning instead of the normal noon or one o'clock PM time slot. It was cool. And I hope they do more stuff like this. I mean, it was a really cool collaboration. I, I It's a way to word. keep using those really popular characters too. Like we don't know. Well, the, is the, this, the, like, was that last movie, the last toy story movie we're ever going to have? I don't know. And I think that's funny too, because I was actually, okay, this is going to make me sound old here, but I was looking at my Disney DVDs. Okay. And I had a set that was a box set of Toy Story 1 and Toy Story 2. So they were boxed together. And I had that. Of course, I also have Toy Story by itself. And then came Toy Story 3. And then Toy Story 4. So like, apparently, I don't know, I realized I didn't need to buy the four box set of it since I've already had many of them in multiple forms, whatever. But that, uh, while I was looking at them, I was kind of like, hey, are we ever going to have another Toy Story movie? Like, that's kind of weird to think about that we might not. Depends when Disney needs more money. And yeah, then we will. Uh, because I got I got snookered the same way with Star Wars, right? I mean, yes. you know, it's like the same thing. Like, you get the, the, the trilogy, <laughs> right? So the original DVDs. And then I got like, oh, well, then they came out with the prequels. So then I got like yes. episodes one through six. And I'm like, I got them all, man. And then it was like, oh, well, now I got to have one through nine. So boom. Then I got, then they were on Blu-ray. Bam. I got I got so many DVDs. I got so many discs around here. And then Disney Plus came out. We don't have a DVD or I don't have a Blu-ray player around here. And I currently don't have Disney Plus, so I don't have access to it because it's sports season. Like, I decided I'm just going to cut it out. I'll get it again after sports are over because I'm not watching movies right now. I'm watching football all the time. So <laughs> it's a mess. I, <laughs> we could talk about media all day, but that's not what we do. We have a question here from Ava. Let's hit it here. I'm headed to the Poly for New Year's Eve long weekend this year. You know what? Bell there. That's awesome. Yeah. It's my first New Year's Eve party at Epcot. Any advice so I don't miss out on the intangibles during a quick weekend trip? We've done this many times, New Year's Eve weekends, and this is going to be a good one. I'll tell you what, though. I think this year you might run into a lot of the runners because this is one of those weekends where Scott's going to be there. Where uh, uh, the the way the calendar works, the bleed over of New Year's Eve kind of carries over into marathon weekend it's closer this year than, than most so you might see some people in short shorts and uh, big calves so just look out just saying <laughs> i'm not going down for that i'm staying home but because i mean we got, we got disneyland i'd be gone for a month if i did that uh, scott you know he that's just how scott rolls that uh, scott doesn't care he's like a, i'm just i'm out for the month of january and i'll <laughs> see the uh, east lansing in february but that's him so what do you say? I mean, the poly right there, man. Great spot to be for uh, for that long weekend. I like that. But uh, what advice, like those things not to miss? So I think, first of all, my big piece of advice for this is going to be make a dining reservation in Epcot for New Year's Eve 100%. and do it on the first day that you can. Because it, it becomes a point in time where you're sort of like, okay, I just need to sit down and be out of the craziness for a little bit. And then I'll be prepared to like go back in and really enjoy it. But make sure you do that. Um, they, in the past years, they've sort of done 
a couple different fireworks shows. They've done sort of an earlier sort of countdown one, and then they did do, of course, the midnight one. So I don't know what they'll do yet, and we probably won't get that information for a while, but check on that. The other thing is make sure that you're looking um, at all the different live entertainment. While most of the countries will have live entertainment, some countries will have live entertainment like fire <laughs> like fire exactly exactly so they'll have specialized things just for new year's eve in the past they've had like mike was saying there's a dragon and a dance party in china and the fire was breathing or the dragon was breathing fire and i mean by by uh one o'clock in the morning the the fire was breathing dragon i mean it was crazy Absolutely. it was nuts yeah for that <laughs> There's been silent DJ, disco yes. kind of thing happening in different countries. There's really all kinds of different things. So definitely do that. Um, we still, you know, you'll, I think, I think on New Year's Eve, I'd be getting Genie Plus, wouldn't you? No, I don't think I would because I, because I'm not writing anything on, on New Year's okay. Eve. Here's, right. And here's my strategy. He's staying at the Polynesian. They're staying at the Polynesian. So, okay. What I say is, if you're going to Epcot and that is your move, that's your that is your park. If to me, I mean, to me, you can go to whatever park you want on New Year's Eve. Epcot's where where it is for me. It's the I party agree. park on New Year's Eve. Don't go at Rope Drop. I mean, you could go if you want to ride rides. Be my guest, but I just don't have the stamina anymore. I I know my limits at this point, right? I mean, I I've done dopey, and this is harder. So I'm not going at rope drop and trying to be there at one o'clock in the morning because I'm telling you what, being around the people and people blowing noisemakers and you're like Vuvuzelas in your ear. Cause the last two home football games at Howell, our cheerleaders have given out Vuvuzelas. We sit in our little seats that we have at our stadium right next to the, the student section, because that's where the cheerleaders are. Why are we giving out Vuvuzelas and, and thunder sticks? Dude, it it's no so sense. you're giving them to like 15 year olds, like hundreds of them. It's so annoying. But I mean, <laughs> I know it's good to make noise for the football team, but dang. And so Epcot's like that on steroids. So like you're going to they start giving them out in the mid afternoon. So you're just going to hear for like seven, eight hours, <laughs> like the most annoying sound in the world. So it wears you out like mentally, physically, every emotionally. It breaks this is you. True. You just this wonder why true. you're like, you, you just why am I here? But, but but then when the fireworks start, you're like, oh God bless America, this is awesome. So you you go through an emotional roller coaster this day. It's amazing. You tears, happiness, joy, pain. It's all there. It's wonderful. Tiredness it is, is going dude. to be you will fight. You will laugh. <laughs> you will have every emotion in the world at Epcot on New Year's Eve. I swear, if you've ever done it, you're right with me. You know how it is. You will have to pee because you can't get in the bathroom because the line's so long. But eventually, you will. But you will you will find strength that you didn't know you had because you will just wait and then you'll wait like in line to get a, a counter service meal because you like waited too long and you're like, God, all of a sudden. China's counter service is the best meal I've ever had in my world because it's the only place that doesn't have a wait for two and a half hours. I will get that and I will be happy. It's like Survivor. <laughs> um, no, but it is really, really awesome. And it, the thing is, you just have to be flexible. But the, the question about Genie Plus, I'm going in there and just taking advantage of live entertainment, people watching, 
maybe seeing the, the, the movie in China, maybe seeing the movie in Canada, Impressions de France, if they have that going. Hopefully they have that going on New Year's Eve. Come on. Come on, Disney. Give us, throw us a bone. They'll probably go back and forth. Yeah. Just let it go all day, please. <laughs> you know, just you're it, just, you know, sitting around and watching the juggler in Italy. You know what I'm saying? Because that New Year's Eve is not the day to, 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 to ride rides, you know, do that on the days leading up. If you're going to be there a few days or the day after, because the crowds fall off on the second or the, well, I don't know about this year, because again, like with the races and how the calendar falls, but that day you're just really pacing yourself to get to, to midnight. And, and like I say, if you can sleep in, because Epcot's not going to close for capacity, roll in like three, four o'clock in the afternoon. We've done well, that. Plus, so you'll many still times. need your park reservation anyhow. So, yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. Because that that we got till the ninth on that uh, yep. January 9th. Yeah, that's a good point. That, that's a great point, actually. I didn't. So then you'll that. actually be able to go in whenever you want to, because you'll have a park reservation for that day. And I mean, I'm one of those people that gets antsy, right? Like, oh, we got to get there. But it, seriously, like we've gone and played putt putt, or played uh, mini golf at Fantasia mm -hmm. Gardens. We've had a leisurely lunch at the fountain. We've done all kinds of stuff just to keep out of the madness of the crowd, and then rolled in. But the, you mentioned it though. The biggest thing is we rolled in. And one of the first things we did, I think that night, a couple times we've done this, we've had like a dinner reservation at a uh, Chef yeah, de France. Somewhere, yeah. yeah. Wherever we were able to get it, yeah. we were happy. Well, it's ironic that we've had Chefs de France, I think on the 4th of July and New Year's Eve a couple times. Like just <laughs> yeah. to, and they're good meals, but it's, uh, I don't know what the French thing is, but we celebrate <laughs> with our French. It's the place where we can get a big <laughs> Exactly, <laughs> they're French brethren. But uh, yeah, that's it. And then just kind of enjoy the night. Once it starts to get like, you know, after dinner time, then it's like party time. So you just got to make it there. But you're not going to hop any lines once it gets dark. I mean, you're going to be stuck in those lines and kind of miss the whole adventure of New Year's Eve. You don't want to do that. It is so fun, though. It really is such a fun. Like every year I think to myself, oh, you know, I don't need to go for whatever. And then I'm like, why didn't I go for whatever? <laughs> so it's so fun. But see, when I see New Year's Rockin' Eve on TV, this is Mike and this is Mike in the Midwest right here. I don't want any part of that. Like I, I see that at like Times Square thing. I'm like, none of that looks fun. Like I, I no. Like they, they, these people have been here since eight o'clock in the morning and they're stuck in these little pens. No, like no. <laughs> well, you're not stuck in a pen in Epcot. No, not there, but I mean that like in New York City, they keep everybody yeah, there, right? Yeah, like in those are. like for that TV show that's I'd have to buy like a package. Oh, I think, dude, no way. And people like everybody says, Oh, I'd do it again. I not me, man. I could not I could not do that. Okay, Karen's got a question here. She says, We're headed to Boulder Ridge for a short Christmas party trip in November. We have tickets to Mickey's Christmas party for one day. For our other park day, we're struggling to decide between Epcot, Food and Wine, New Moana, Guardians of the Galaxy, and Hollywood Studios, which will be decorated by then. Thoughts on our choices? Are the decorations at Hollywood Studios worth it? Karen. Oh, Karen. Oh, Karen, you're hurting me. This is a rough choice. I know, because I love the decorations at the studios. Oh, man. What say you, Pam Forrester? Because I can't decide. Oh, dang. And then you haven't done an Epcot Moana. I don't know if Moana's worth giving up all the decorations. And the, back, the background music is so awesome there. 
the spaghetti. <laughs> See, now you're talking me into God, it. <laughs> I just, the studios is just such a I agree. And it's vibe. one of my favorite places to be. Um, like, truly. I am doing um, jolly, the Jolly One oh, Nights man. You because Ricky I'm just both. like, I have to be there for yeah, that. I know. I wish I was too. Yeah, that's, that's um, so, going to be strong. Yeah, I, I'm going to lean toward Hollywood Studios just because I love it. And I really love, this is one of the things I like most about being there before the holiday. I love to have something take me out. As, my, as crazy as that time of year is, I love to have something take me away from my home where all I have is stuff I have to do, shopping I have to do, decorating or cooking or I, you know, you feel so much pressure there. And even if it's for like three or four days, if I get to go down to Disney World where someone else is decorated, someone else is cooking dinner for me, someone else is doing this, I'm so glad. And it really makes me appreciate that holiday so much more. Um, it's just a cool, it's just, just a really cool thing to do that. So I would lean toward Hollywood studios for that reason. I would too, because here, here's the difference I think is that you're, especially with, because I'm guessing that this is going to be right about the time that Hollywood, uh, Jollywood, I should say nights is kicking off. And so they're going to have the studios really decked out, ready to rock, you know, like looking its best. Even if you're not going to the party, they have to have the park ready to go. Is that, you know, you're going down for this short Christmas trip. You're going in November, but man, you're going to get that. Like you said, nothing gets you in the spirit rather than before the season, you know, in November, getting to just immerse yourself in the environment. And I think you're going to feel the environment of Christmas way more in the studios than in Epcot during Food and Wine Festival. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're going to have more to do at Epcot probably as far as new things. If you're into guardians and, and wanting to see the new Moana attraction, mm -hmm. of course, food and wine festival. But I think if you really are going for the goal of this is a Christmas trip, we're going down for the party. We want to still continue that. I think the studios kind of keeps it on theme a little bit better is what I would say. I you're going to get great pictures. I love the studios. All right. Here's the next question from Amanda. She is 23 miles from the Disneyland Resort. So Southern oh, California. Cool. Very cool. She says, hey, BOGP crew and happy October. My family and I were planning to go to Hawaii for the first time next summer, 2024, for our summer vacation and to celebrate my husband graduating from grad school. Originally, Yay. we were hoping to use timeshare points, for my, uh, but my husband waited a little too long and now there's no availability for summer 2024. We were discussing our options this weekend, and he brought up possibly going on a Disney cruise. We have never cruised before, but my husband and I will be celebrating our 10-year anniversary. And on the 13th, uh, let's see, on the 13th, by sailing Royal Caribbean on a four-day from Los Angeles to Mexico. I know the earlier you book a cruise the better for pricing so my questions are have we missed the best window for booking a disney cruise for summer of 2024 and what ship would you recommend for a family of four with kids that are seven and almost four thank you for all you do for us disney fans i've learned so much listening to the podcast about places i can't wait to visit sincerely amanda 
Okay, first of all, congratulations on your anniversary, 10 years. That's amazing. Yeah. It's your 10 centennial as Disney would celebrate with you, so that's pretty cool. 18 months of celebration, of course. <laughs> that's right. You can celebrate for, yeah, a good probably 24 <laughs> months. I mean, it goes on and on and on. Uh, and so here's the deal. We always say book as soon as you can with a Disney cruise, right? Because the thing is, it's it, with, with Cruise Line... And Pam, you can back me up on this. It's supply and demand. I mean, it, it's, it, it, it's greatest, right? I mean, there's X amount of rooms on every ship and every sailing and mm -hmm. it's inventory. If you book on day one, you have the optimal choice in, in staterooms because they're all available on day one. And is, is the inventory decreases, the prices slightly increase. You never want to pay more than you have to. However, however, it's not like they go up 50%. You can still sail summer of 2024 without saying, oh my gosh, I'm getting gouged. You know what I'm saying? It's not a huge difference. You can still get a, have a great cruise of summer 2024 on Disney cruise. Yeah, that was a great explanation of it. It's really, um, you know, there are different tiers of pricing. Um, we don't know what tier they're at, but typically you're not going to see a huge jump in price. There are certain categories that sell out before others, and it will surprise you, but the most expensive ones are the ones where you'll see the big increase in pricing or them to be not available just because there's not as many of those. There's not as many two-bedroom suites. There's not as many concierge staterooms. Um, then next, the thing that you'll see sell out will be the least expensive. And then you have a lot of staterooms there in the middle that you'll find lots of good availability for. And I think that's the way to really approach that. Um, you know, if you reach out to one of our agents, we can help you sort of find, you know, the the crews out there where the pricing sort of fits in your budget. And that's what I was going to say in terms of what kind of, what ship to recommend. Look and see if you have a price point that you want to stay in then maybe that's something that we can help look around and say, okay, look, here's, you know, within this, the dream is this, the wish is this, the wish is always, you know, the newest ship is going to be the one that's the most expensive nine times out of 10, right? But the magic is this, or the wonder is this price, and here's where they're going to be. It just depends on what you're looking for and the itineraries and all of that. So I think there's lots of variables, um, you know, I, cue that little meme where like someone's like looking at all those things and trying to add them all up and do a higher level math. Mm -hmm. You just need someone to guide you through the process. And the thing is with kids here, here's where I think it's irrelevant. As far as your kid's age, they're going to enjoy seven and four year old kids are going to enjoy any of the Disney cruise line ships equally. Like they are going to have the exact same enjoyment out of the magic, the wish, the wonder, the, it doesn't matter. Like put them on the fancy. They don't, they're because there's something there that they're going to love on every ship. And they're just going to enjoy the entire experience because they're going to enjoy getting to see the ocean. They're going to enjoy getting to swim in the pools. They're going to enjoy going to Pluto's doghouse or whatever on, you know, getting the hot dogs on, on the wonder or whatever. They're going to enjoy Flo's V8 cafe on the back of the dream and the fantasy or going to Mickey's, whatever that's called. The, the, like, the the joint up at the top of the wish you know the i called it like the food court you know the pizza yes. or the barbecue it was awesome <laughs> the ice cream like they're gonna you know they're they're gonna love everything no matter what ship you put them on they're gonna love it so i say pick your itinerary right do you want to combine it with like maybe do like get your because like you know it's your first disney cruise i always say 
don't go shorter than four nights because I think it takes you that long to kind of get your lay of the land on a cruise ship. But if you're a Disney fan, if you can sail out of Port Canaveral or Miami, you can combine it with a you know Walt Disney World stay. You know, a couple nights at Pop Century, pop into the Magic Kingdom, Epcot for a couple days, have some fun at Walt Disney World, do a cruise. That's a week, and that's a lot of fun because you got something you know. You get to you know see your characters. You get to ride your favorite rides. Maybe have a few nights at a at a good you know f- fun hotel, a couple of your favorite restaurants, and then you're on a cruise, something totally new to you, and it's just a great combo of really an awesome trip. I like that land sea thing. Disney Cruise Line really used to sell that like in the '90s and the, the 2000s. Like even yeah, the, no. the, the, the you know they had those videotapes. That's how old I am again. Like you know we're talking, but. You know, it's like land and sea. You can still do that. And I think it's the best way to do it. Because, you know, again, Amanda's going to be coming with her family, obviously, from California. You want to be there early anyway. You have to be, really. You don't want to miss the boat. So, literally. So, you get there a couple days early. You know, stay at a hotel. Go to a theme park for a day or two. And then get on the ship for four days and sail out of Port Canaveral. Or, you know, now, I don't know how it's going to work out because this is brand new, but that bright line, uh, you know, train down in Miami is going to make that accessible as a port, I think, for more guests. Don't you think? I mean, I've yeah, following that. definitely, because that was always the challenge. Like, how are you getting to Miami? We have so many guests who are like, can you recommend transportation from um, the Walt Disney World area down to Miami? It's like, yes, rent a car. Yeah. <laughs> like, because- and I've done that. It's, it's a, I mean, I, I drove my own car like we stopped at. We stopped and said art animation for like three nights and did, we didn't mm-hmm. have any theme park tickets. We just hung out there and swam and went to play putt putt and stuff. And then we drove the rest. That's a long drive. Like, it's a boring, it's a boring, oh, drive, boring drive. It's the it's most boring. It is. Oh. But see, I'd like to take that train. That train goes, I think, 120 miles an hour. Yeah, it do it, and it, plus being on a train, like then you don't have to drive. No, you can yeah. get Play up, you can walk around, you can do whatever. So yeah, I agree. I think that that will put um, a lot more of everything in reach. But it is, and you're right. I mean, with all the flight, um, you know, things going on, I I think it's important. There's so many flight changes. I think there's more flight changes now than I feel like we've ever seen, and things, you know, just sort of. Go- go wrong they're a domino effect and you see that so it's more important now um than ever to arrive early for the cruise absolutely you know, that's always been one of my things and here, here again here's my getting on his soapbox again you're on vacation the last thing you want on vacation is stress like you get stress in your everyday life like i mean you know working as a travel agent i tell people it's my job to be stressed for you. Like, I want to take care of that stuff so that you can have a good time on your vacation, even in your planning. Like, even when you're, you know, 180 days out, you got a question, ask me, like, so I can get you the answer so you don't have to worry about it. Like, that, that's that's my role. Like, you should not be stressed in the planning, the trip, the post. That's how it is. But, like, don't, don't, don't take it up to the post when you're going down for a cruise. Like, do please be there plenty of time. Don't, don't gamble. Like I know some people like they ask me like, you know, can I book a a flight home on my uh, debarkation day at 11 AM? Not supposed to. Can I not supposed to? (laughs) Yes, (laughs) Yes, you probably can, but why you're going to stress the whole time. Like why? Like, I mean, yes, you probably can. I mean, I'm not telling you you're a grown person, but dude, (laughs) 
you're giving me stress now because you told me. Like, if you want to, why'd you tell me? Like, now, now I'm involved. You know, it's like one of those situations. Now I'm stressing yes. for you the whole time you're on the dang cruise and you don't, you know, something happened. Ugh. It's like, I feel like I'm a parent to my, my guests sometimes. It's like it's a teacher in me. It's like, why'd you tell me? Now I'm involved. Right. I just didn't want to know. I told you it's noon. That's what they tell me. And it's, right. could you make it at 10? Probably. You could probably make 10. But should you? know? But yeah, it's a whole thing. It's it's thing. I get I get involved, man. I feel for my guests. Like, I, I love you guys. I don't want you missing Please. that flight. Okay, next question. I'm fired up today. I've had too many Cokes. Okay, <laughs> Melissa's got a question. Hey, Mike, Ricky, Pam, and Scott. Uh, we're taking our son down to Walt Disney World for his first visit this November. He'll be seven months at the time. So we're splurging for a split stay at the Riv and Wilderness Lodge to keep park transportation easy and give us a balcony to hang hang on, hang out on while he uh, naps and goes to bed early. Dude, this kid is seven months old and he gets to stay at the Riv. In Wilderness Lodge, I'm going to be 50 for Dopey, and I'm staying at Pop Century. This kid is beating me. It's seven months He's winning. Old. He's winning. Absolutely. Okay, back. Uh, we'll be there until November 8th. So do you think there's any chance we'll see some Christmas decorations at Wilderness Lodge by the end of our stay? Thanks for all you do. My son has been listening to the podcast with me since he was a few days old. So I know he'll be a pro already for his first trip. Thanks. <laughs> Melissa's out in Pennsylvania. You're way, fam. <laughs> so, hey, shout out to the little guy. And you're beating me already. I'm not jealous. Sure. Say, I want to be friends with you so I can hang out at the Riv. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> so, what, November 8th. Mm, it's on the borderline there. It really is. Um, you know, we'll see some uh, decorations definitely going up in the parks, um, especially for in Magic Kingdom and Hollywood Studios, because you have Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party. And then you also have, of course, Jollywood Night starting at um, Hollywood Studios on the 11th. So you'll probably start to see some there. But the resorts sort of trickle in a little bit, and I don't know. We can't say no, you won't see any for sure, but it probably will not be as quick as that. But um, there's so much to love at the Wilderness Lodge anyways. First of all, you have to go up to um, the locations. They're sort of so after you walk in the front door, walk in a little bit and then look backwards. You will see there's sort of a sitting area up there that has its own little fireplace. Um, and you can just walk up the stairs to get to it. So check that out. That's cozy to do. Even if it's like 95 degrees out, it doesn't matter. It always feels good right there. Mm. And I think that that always makes the Wilderness Lodge feel super cozy. Plus, you can also sit by the great big fireplace that's there in the lobby. Um, you can go ahead and roast some marshmallows by the evening campfire. Do some s'mores, as they say. So lots of fun stuff to do there, even if they don't have the holiday decor up. Yeah, it's so close to, I mean, it's going to go up. Like if it's not that by the 8th, it'll be by that next weekend. It, it's, you're right on the, well, I don't know though, because you're right no, because resorts, sometimes you're right the resorts. It'll be up at the Magic Kingdom. Yes, yes, for sure. For those Yeah, it could parties. be almost Thanksgiving for the resorts though. You're right. It can be. Yeah, that's what, I mean, I've seen them do the tree, put the tree up you know, overnight. Um, yeah. People stay up. Like people book that, like book that 
we, that night to just sit in the lobby and watch that whole thing happen. That's a, that's a, a whole cool thing. thing. I know, I but I know, but weird. Disney doesn't even say when it's going to happen. I always think about that. Like, I'm like, so what if they just decide we're not doing it on Thanksgiving? We're going to do it the week before or the week after or whatever. So anyways. Yeah, but, they should yeah. let you know about that. That's kind of cool. Know, that's a cool right? thing. All right. Kat's got a question here. She says, hello, I started listening to your show during the pandemic and love it. Always positive and upbeat and the perfect thing to listen to during my morning runs. That's awesome. I love when people take us for the runs. I have a list of question for you. Our family is going to Disney World. Uh, hope you had a good time. And we'll be going to Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party with our two and four-year-old boys. We're staying at the Grand Floridian. Any tips on what to do on the morning of the party? We're thinking about a low-key visit to Epcot that morning, but wondering if that's overdoing it. Also, any suggestions for a pre-party dinner? Thanks and love the show and a and all the Big Ten love. Go Hoosiers. I like that <laughs> little Indiana love there. And uh, Kat. All right, so they actually just got back from their trip uh, today. <laughs> so I hope you had a great trip, by the way, and safe travels home. You just got home today. Uh, but let's, let's do this for anybody that's headed down here for the rest of the Halloween season. Um, is it too much to go to Epcot? Two and four-year-old boys, though. Now, <laughs> that... When it, I was going to say no, but then when I saw two and four year old boys, uh, maybe <laughs> that's a lot of energy. <laughs> I think too, it depends on like what your, how your family does things. Like, are you a family who can sleep in if you aren't doing anything in the morning? If so, then I think, you know, if you're already, if you know, then take advantage of that because you're going to be up late for the party. Right. But if you're people who just don't sleep in regardless, and that's sort of how my family always is, we all are used to getting up. So we're not great at sleeping in. And so you got to fill that time somehow. I think a low key park visit um, where you're not doing a ton of walking because it just is the parties are just a long period of time on your feet. Like if you figure if you usually get up at seven, well, the party doesn't even start till seven. Right. And then you're going till midnight. You're going to be on your feet for more than 12 hours that day. That's a lot. Yeah. You're going to need strollers for those kids, obviously. Yeah, I mean, for sure. Even if they're not like, even the four year old, if you're like, oh, he walks now, you know, no, he's going to, because that dude's going to be crying. But <laughs> I'm just gonna telling be, you. Gonna be tired, yeah. Yeah. That's a long day. So, yeah. I mean, if you go to Epcot, yeah, go, but definitely have a long break in the middle of the day. Naps Agreed. for real. Yes. The break um, is the break is needed. Enjoy your pool first of oh all. Oh God, yeah. You yeah, have totally. great pools at the Grand. Yes, and make everybody nap. Make everybody <laughs> nap. I mean, seriously, because you're going to be up so late at the, at the party that night. Definitely nap. Here's the thing. So she, they're asking about a pre-party dinner. Now, every time I've gone to the Halloween party, we've always had dinner before the party at a monorail hotel place. We've gone Grand Floridian Cafe one time. That worked out awesome. I love that ho that place. God, I love the chicken there. But one time, I don't know. This was like way a long time ago. We had a meet before. This was like Mouse Fest at the Treehouse Meet or something. It was like Epic October. Were you there the night we all went to Kona before a Halloween party? Yeah, I believe Do you remember so. when Jack Sparrow got up on the table? Yes. And got yes. arrested. I think he got arrested, didn't he? He got, he at least got taken. He got escorted out of the restaurant. It was, well, he was yeah, not he with did. us. He was just like a regular, he was he like was a just regular a random patron, guy, regular guy that had had too many rums. 
So he was going to the party with his friends. Stuff yes. you see at Walt Disney World. We're having dinner at Kona before the party. So it's only like, what, like five o'clock or something, probably? I mean, it's not, it's not yeah, even dark. Yeah, it was early. Yeah, so we're, we're there with a big group of listeners. There's probably 30 of us. I mean, a lot of us. We have a yes. big, long table. Well, all of a sudden, this guy, he's not with us. He's not one of our listeners, but he is decked out like Jack Sparrow. I mean, in a great costume. So he's obviously, and all of his friends are dressed up too. They're going to go to the party as well. Gets up on the table, like stands on the table in Kona and starts reciting Jack Sparrow lines from Pirates. Like, I I can't remember what he said, but he was a riot, but he was drunk and got just kicked out. Like, bam, he was out of there. But I was like, what is this? Is this a character meal? Like, I couldn't believe it. It was wild. But yeah, so, but yeah, take advantage of where you're staying. I'll go to Grand Floridian Cafe or, you know, hop over to uh, Kona or Ohana or Captain Cook's even. Yeah, I agree. I I think that that's great to do for a party because you're right there. You know you're going to be able to easily get there. You can use the transportation. So um, that's a great way to start it all. All righty. And we have, uh, let's see, another question. Hey, Mike and Pam, we're split stay fans and usually do value deluxe. But on our summer 2024 trip, we're considering moderate, moderate. Thoughts on a one week at Caribbean Beach and one week at Coronado. Thank you. Yes. I like it. And I would do, I would do make sure that you have your, obviously you're probably thinking this, your park heavy time at Caribbean beach. You're more, you're less park time at Coronado. Cause you're going to take advantage of the skyline, especially Epcot studios time while you're at Caribbean beach. But man, cause I think that you can, you're going to want to have more time at the resort at Coronado cause Coronado feels more deluxe. That's just the only thing I say. I agree. I agree. And I would think of to, you know, um, look at the cost and see how that comes out. But if you can manage to stay at Grandestino, the tower, that's really a great way to end the trip too. Um, I think that you'll really enjoy, you know, the feel of that. But I, you know, I think that Caribbean Beach has such fantastic transportation in terms of the Skyliner. I mean, you you can't beat that. Um, And it's really going to help you get to both Epcot and Hollywood Studios. So that'll be great for that. And then Coronado is really centrally located, too. Um, We talk about this all the time. You know, for so many years, people are like, oh, Coronado, it's an Animal Kingdom resort. That was such, that was so misleading. I didn't stay there there for a decade because I read that in a guidebook. Right? I know. And it's basically across the street from From Hollywood Studios. Yes. I mean, when you're in the Frontiers Lounge at Grand Destino, I can see Galaxy's Edge. Like, it's just the oddest thing. And then if you look to the left, you can also see Epcot. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, and it means it's, right on world drive. So it's right down from the magic kingdom. Exactly. Uh, 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 dude, that's totally messed me up for a decade that it was labeled an animal kingdom resort. I was like, oh, I know. It's way I out often there. wondered if they thought that they were going to add more animal <sighs> kingdom resorts or something. Really. The only animal kingdom area resort is all animal stars. kingdom Lodge. Or all, in, in all stars. Kind of all stars. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Ish. Yeah. <laughs> I know, but that dude, I'm like so mad that like, give me back my decade. I love Coronado. You know, I say that all the time. Like liars. (laughs) And like the ranchos too. That's our other thing. We love the ranchos. I love, dude. Give me the ranchos. My cacti. Yes, exactly. The dry boulders. Yeah, that's that's Boulder Ridge. Whatever. Okay, last question (laughs) of the day. We're going to rock this one for Michelle. Best way to enjoy Disney when it rains, leaving next week for fall break trip with three first timers. 
spreading the love. Yeah, Thanks, Mike, for planning the planning help, but I didn't think about the usual Florida rain. Well, it's not going to rain because I help plan your trip, and I do that for my guests. I make sure it doesn't <laughs> rain on your vacations. <laughs> we uh, don't. Everybody's like, Mike, last time you booked my trip, there was a hurricane. <laughs> yeah, just kidding. It happens. Sorry, Dr. Kai. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, let's see. So dance. Uh, that's what I've always heard. <laughs> right is that is that what the thing says you put in your kitchen yes. <laughs> just dance when it rains uh no um i mean the typical things right uh seek indoor attractions wear a poncho <laughs> there's the poncho umbrella you you your team umbrella. yes do not wear the poncho <laughs> the umbrella. i will tell you don't. <laughs> I don't know. take the umbrella the poncho is like your own little portable sauna it's horrible it is but I mean, it, it depends how hard it's raining. I mean, it is. Sometimes the rain is just nice and I'm just glad I'm there. When you're getting toward this time of year, you don't have quite the number of showers that right. you do, you know, in the September, um, in the other parts of the summer. So that's a good thing. But there are really I, I think the thing is to keep in mind is you know, watch that weather app. And during the times when you think it's really going to rain, if you can plan a few indoor attractions, some lar- some longer shows or do the Roman, the famous nap in the afternoon, Amen. I mean, that, okay. that might be the way to avoid it. So. I love a good nap during a thunderstorm in Florida. There's nothing better. <laughs> Looking outside, seeing those palm trees. But yeah, you don't want to get caught out in it. That's just not good. But I mean, remember, sure. if you do here's my other philosophy. If you get caught in it and you get soaked, you can only get soaked to a certain point. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, you can only get so soaked. exactly. Once you, once you're soaked, embrace it. You're not going to get any more wet. That's what I've told my girls before. Like, dude, we're already done. Like we are drenched. Our sneakers are not going to get any heavier. They're drenched. Right. You know, at this point, let's embrace it. It's not getting any worse. We're red poly river. Rapids. Right. I mean, you know, if we swam in, in the rivers of America at this point, it wouldn't matter. Like, I mean, we are drenched. So let's let's just have a little bit more fun, and then we'll go back to the hotel and change clothes and throw these. Yes. I don't know what we're gonna do with these. Throw them in the tub. But uh, yeah, have fun and just cross your fingers. I'll cross my right, fingers for again. For sure. I'll stress for you now that I know. Uh, we'll bring backup shoes. Bring backup shoes. Yes, and I've heard newspapers, which you can't buy anymore. If you stick newspapers in your shoes, it dries oh. them out real quick. But you can't find can't buy newspapers anymore so that's a terrible tip but right. <laughs> used to work when I, again back when you used to use guidebooks great tip <laughs> you can't find newspapers anymore Mm-mm. old i'm just saying so all right we're getting out of here but we're gonna be back again on friday having some fun we're gonna talk disney dining which everybody loves so uh and practical advice for that so uh come on back friday we're gonna have fun and just keep the the laughs rolling on so be with us Don't forget our shows brought to you by the Magic for Less Travel. We'd love to help you plan a great vacation. That's what we do each and every day, seven days a week, 365 days a year. Swing by the website to get everything rolling. It's themagicforless.com. Great trip planning tools. I want to let you know about the resort guides. If you're thinking about, you know, what what are the rooms like over at Caribbean Beach or Coronado Springs or, you know, Grand Floridian? We have up-to-date pictures, room layouts, and just all the information about the hotel, you want to know about the restaurants over there. It, it's a great place to get started. If you want to talk to your significant other, show your kids, what's the pool look like? That's the place to kind of start, kind of narrow things down. Like we might want to stay here. Then fill out the quote form. You can see what the prices are, compare a couple of options, and then go from there. That's a great place to get a vacation started. So if you're thinking about World, 
Disneyland as well. We got, uh, you know, the, the resort guides out there as well. Just swing by the website. It's a great planning tool. And then fill out that quote form. We'll take it from there. So again, check them out today over at themagicforless.com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link. It's beourguestpodcast.com slash Amazon. I think there's some prime days coming up. And if you're going to use those, use the link. It will really help us out. And our Patreon support. Thank you to our patrons. You guys make all this possible and hope you enjoy our bonus show every week called Mike in the Midwest. You can support us and get in on that as well. Just $5 a month. It's like a coffee for a month, all these shows. So thank you so much for that support. Patreon.com slash be our guest podcast. Breaking news. No live call-in show this Sunday night. I forgot. I have a big cheer competition that I'll be attending for Mallory's high school uh, squad on Sunday night as they, uh, compete in regional so i'll be at that so no live call-in show but we will have hour two of the six hour give kids the world show hitting the feed next thursday so you will have a show on the on the feed so we'll do that so you can check that out so no live call-in show this sunday night but uh we'll have something on the feed for you next week no problem there all right we'll be back again on friday having a good time talking disney we'll be here hope you will too so for pam i'm mike wishing you a great wednesday until then stay safe stay healthy Rock on, (laughs) and we'll see you real soon. You've been listening to the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. If you have questions, comments, or would like to be a guest on the show, please visit our website at BeOurGuestPodcast.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you real soon.